Hey, yo, this is JC. SD. Live at the Loom. I'm on time, okay? Because you're the producer, you're the host, mm -hmm. you drive the bus, is it a problem? And, I, and I'm not complaining about that, I understand that. Right, right. You know, right. it's interesting because uh, I had hooked the kid up with a job, and it's a long story, but he complained about me sitting on my ass while he did the work. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, motherfucker, I'm paying you $45 an hour. All right? right. I, you know what I'm saying? I'll stick a feather up my ass if I want to. Don't worry about that. Right? These young kids. It is you know kind of difficult watching somebody, you know. It's like, no, I just did not work while he did the Right, 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 right. Right? But I mean, Jesus married social, man, $40 an hour. I really don't want to hear shit. If it's right. me, right. you know what I'm saying? And I'm copping 40 an hour, hey, man, do what you want. Right, right. I really don't care. As long as no children are hurt, no innocent people are hurt, yeah. I'm not hurt, man, have fun. Yeah. Anyway, my bad. Yeah. Well, hey, man. Live again. Live at the Loom. SD. JC. Uptown Dallas. Or Dallas Uptown. Uptown, baby. Man, we, uh, it's a lot going on in the world, brother, as usual. A lot going on. A ton, man. I think this is the biggest man. run sheet that you have ever sent me. It's, we always have contact. Uh -huh. All right. Thanks to you. Respect to But this one, is jam-packed with content. Yes, loaded. Okay, and so, you know, without further ado, drop that dime, homie. You know, we've both been in the dating world. Uh, we've both been with a number of women. We're over, we're over 40. More than the number of kids that we have. Right, yeah, we well, yeah, yeah, we're over 40. And so we dealt with, I would think we've dealt with several types of women, as I have. Right. So, oh, certainly. Right. Oh man. And it's very unique to juxtapose them and compare them. I'll say. Yeah, yeah. And unlike, uh, unlike you, I have daughters. I have sons and daughters. But you don't have daughters. Beautiful man. You got a set. Yeah, yeah. And I had stepdaughters. I wish I had biological daughters. I really do. I used to talk shit about the boy making thing all the time, man. But there's a special kind of love. Thank you, sir. There's a special kind of love between a father and a daughter. Right. Right. So. We've been not so savory guys in the past with different women, so, and we played the part of the gentleman, right? I would say always. I would say if we're anything, whether we're personally not likable to some people, right? If we're anything over anything else, man, we're gentlemen, right? Right. I think there's no question. About oh yeah, I pride that. myself on being a gentleman. Right. Me too, man. Right. That's the way Mama raised. But I have played the dog before, you know. So uh, not perfect. But whether you're a gentleman or you play the dog, is that dependent upon how the woman comes at you, how much she gives you, how, 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 how wholesome or non-wholesome she is, how ladylike or non-ladylike she is? 
does that determine if you're going to give her the doll or the gentleman? You're always going to be a gentleman, but you can have those dog-like tendencies. Right. If you know that's kind of what it well, is. I'm always going to keep some dog in okay, I, exactly. I think a man should always keep some dog hey, Are you kidding me? Right, right. That's, 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 that's the animal we most identify right, with. Right. You know what I'm saying? You know, you've heard the phrase dogged determination. Yeah. That means staying with it. Yeah. You know, that means undeterred, unfettered, yeah. right? So, but it also means getting down, being a little animalistic, getting around, doing your thing. Right. Um, I think if the die is cast, so to speak, mm -hmm. if the tempo is set, right? I mean, come on, man. What's the old joke about the snake on the side of the road? Oh, pick me up, I'm dying. Right. The guy picks him up and he bites him. Right. I can't believe you did that, I picked you up. But you knew I was a snake when you picked me up. There you go. You know what I'm saying? So, as men, we've talked about this before. It's something that we agree on, not a concept that I invented. But as men, all we want to know is, what is it? Right. Just tell us what it is. Seriously, right. just tell us what it is, the parameters and so forth, and we'll take it from there. You know, and I think that sometimes, you know, women occasionally, every now and then, I know it's shocking, are fickle and don't always know what they want. Right. But they will tell us what it is, and we'll say, cool, those are the rules, and we'll stick to it more than they do. Oh yeah. oh yeah. You know what I mean? We'll stick to it more than oh, that's what you said. And I'm not throwing it in your face. This is what you said. But you said these were the rules. I went forward right. under that understanding. Yeah, under that pretense. And, yeah. and we agreed on that. Right. Now all of a sudden, you want to go back and change the rules. The best you can do, sweetheart, is change them here to four. There ain't no retroactive shit. So right. Right. I think you're always a gentleman. Always. They're always a gentleman. And that's, yeah, it's the, always going to come up, but the dog shit will definitely, the dog angle will come out and you kind of know that's where the experience going on. Right, right. Even if you know it's a one-night stand, even if it's a, a, a one-nighter, you know, a, whatever it is, even if you pay for it, you know, still be a gentleman about the way you move. Oh, I certainly believe that. Uh, my grandmother, uh, my father's side, God rest her soul, my biological father, she said, uh, she's a brilliant woman. She said, uh, most important, what you do and how you act after the act. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right, Meaning right. that there's a way to be, there's a certain decor. Right. I've always taken that one. Always. She said to me, she said it to my biological father. Right. Who in turn said, relayed the message to me, and I believe that. I believe that 100%, man. I also take it a step further and say that. I believe if, you know, you get with a woman and she shares herself with you, stupid as I may be, mm -hmm. I believe, hey, man, let's make a run at this thing going forward. Let's see how it works. Now, yeah, I don't, I don't live by that. Well, I, it's, well it's, I'm open right. to it, you know, to, to do that because, you know, I'm not a cheap broad. I don't throw myself around, you right, know what right, I'm saying? Right. I'm 100% lady, so to right. speak. Uh, <laughs> right. uh, but, and a lot of times they'll let you know. Right. You know, that nah, you know, I had it happen to me. You know, I was like, I was into this girl, you know, it was a one night thing, right? And, you know, and she's like, okay, it's the next day, you can just go. <laughs> you know, and I'm like, and I'm like, hold me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm catching feelings, but you know what? Right. And somebody's on for a short time. Hey, listen, that's her prerogative. Right. And she certainly is free to say that because it is a free country. We talked about this on the last show. 
and some individualism and things that have changed, and, and, and certainly in terms of women having more freedom and they certainly have control right. over their sexual exploits. Right. Right. And again, we've also talked about this before, man. Who did they learn from? Well, they learned from men. Right. Yeah, they get the game from us. Yeah. yeah, they mirror us. They are our reflection. But so what I'm getting at is, should a woman give a man the full menu of sex in the beginning of a relationship? Some do. No, okay. that ain't not some do. We know that, but should they? The question oh. is, should they? I, I think in their mind, they think no, because they always want to keep you kind of chasing after the carrot, so to speak. Right. Um, but there are some that really, as you know, that love it the same way that men do. And they're like, you know, man, look, if, you know, if you, if, 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 if you go play football, play in the NFL. Right, right, you know right. what I'm saying? Do it at the highest level that you can do it. You can go, go right? home or go hard. Full, full board. Right. You know, uh, for lack of a better phrase, wide ass open. No right. pun intended. Okay? <laughs> right. Um, and those women have a tendency to live in the moment. Right. And save the experience. So right. they want a full, the full on Monty, so to speak. Right, right, right. Okay. Um, most that I meet, especially if they like you and want and mm -hmm. like you and want you around long term, mm -hmm. oh no, play boy, it's bit by bit. Yeah, yeah. You know a little bit yeah. more, a little bit more, a little bit more. They gonna keep you coming back. Right, right. If it's a one night thing, they're much more likely to. Full on, baby. Yeah, <laughs> you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. Let's let's play a game called wheelbarrow. Yeah, <laughs> right. I, I you think, know what I mean? I think Walk got, me around. Yeah, I think typically that's not gonna work in their favor, though. You know, you do have exceptions, of course. That you can have a long, healthy relationship. But typically, 100%. it's not a, it's not gonna work in their favor. I would agree 100, percent and that's unfortunately because relationships, man and woman basis, are not like you and your kids. Right. They're not like you and your homeboys. Right. right? There's no judgment. Right. Relationships, unfortunately, man, are becoming more and more of a negotiation. They're becoming more and more of an adversarial stance right. in terms of we're cool, but let me make sure my interests are taken care of. Right. right. You know, right. from both sides. Right. Um, that's why, you know, marriage is down. Because men have seen that, look, why am I going to get with some chick that, you know, <laughs> in the words of my homeboy, Paulie, this broad road to cock carousel. <laughs> you know what I'm right. saying? Right. And now all of a sudden, she wants to settle down. Right. And then we get together and have kids. And, you know, and it worked, you know, like Eddie said, like Eddie Murphy said, I'm out half my shit if it doesn't work right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. so guys are saying, screw that. And another thing, girls have, women have gone against the previous code, right. which was, hey, hold on tight. Make them work for it. Yeah. Don't give it all away the first time. Right. You know, this is what we have, and this is how we'll maintain the control that we do have sexually because of this. Right. And, but like anything else, man, let I me mean, think about it. And there's been many times that people did stuff a certain way, and then another group of people or individuals said, fuck that, why? Right. I'm not adhering to those rules. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. And that's what women have said, you know what, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get it in. They're just like but like you said, they're mirroring us though. I wanna get my sword on. But that's too much masculine energy I think they're exhibiting. That, that's not gonna work out for them in the long run. Because me, because me, because men are not going to take them seriously. They're not going to take them seriously. I, I, I agree 100. Uh, percent And you can never have a relationship where one does not take the other seriously. Right. 
You just can't, man. Yeah. I mean, like, we've, you know, again, and I hate to keep going back to it, but it's like, you think about it, if, you know, in life, okay, for us, for guys like us, I can, I can speak for you because I know this about you because, you know, and I am the same way. Look, whoever you are, don't take me seriously once. Right. I may let it go. Right. But then let it come up again. I'm going to tell you directly. In, in no uncertain terms, there will be no ambiguity in what I say. Hey, man, I'm here. Right. You know what I mean? Seriously, don't ever, you know, right, right. blow over me or dismiss me or wave me off. Right, right. I'm not trying to hear that, man. I will, in whatever form or fashion, remind you that I exist and I'm here. It ain't that I'm great, but hey, man, don't ever act like I'm nothing. And so... I would agree with your assessment in terms of it's not gonna work out. Look, and there's a bunch of reasons we can go into should it work out, shouldn't it work out, it should be like men, they should be able to do what they want, it works out for men. I'm not talking about what what it should be. I'm talking about an echo of what you're saying and what it is. What it is. And what it is, yeah. it's not gonna work out. Yeah. Man, and, and it It'll be fun, but it ain't gonna work out. Yeah, it, it, and it doesn't work out for so many reasons, typically. Um, because the psychology is big. Yeah, the psychology is huge. And that masculine energy can insert itself in other parts of your life. Yes. And a man, a heterosexual man, especially an alpha leader type man, does not want to be with a highly masculine woman. There's yeah. no question about it. There's no question about it. Again, we've had great discussions on the show where we disagree. Right. Unfortunately, I can try to force it on I want. I have seen no lies told by you in your statements in this. It's, the opinions don't matter, and how we got here doesn't matter. It's like, you know, I don't want to hear the backstory. Right. You know what I mean? It is. This is what it is. Right. And, you know, will it ever change? I don't think so in our lifetime. Uh, but again, I'm not the arbiter of those things, but I will agree with you 100% in this that, yes, it's not the move. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And, and yeah. I would like for... And the guy will take it off. The guy will... I would hey. like for a woman to be super free with me like that because right. I'm filthy that way. Right, right. Not to right. get too graphic about it, but no. in the end, it's not going to no. work out for her long-term no. in life. Right, right. But then, also, you have women who have been with quite a few dudes. Got even, some of you got kids. Yeah. Then they get to a point where they want to settle down and find this good guy. Yes. And they want to make him wait for sex. I think that's ludicrous, man. And you feel like there's a little bit of hypocrisy there. Hell yeah, not no little bit. <laughs> it's all hypocrisy. It's, that's the thought process. Yeah. Come on. It's like, like, are you kidding like, me? Come on, are you kidding me? Like, like really? so, 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 what you're telling me in a sense is that you did this and got down this way. Right. But I gotta wait because I'm not even special like that. Exactly. And exactly. so. Yeah, you're, you're dismissing me, you're being dismissive of me, you are reducing me, you are minimizing me. Y'all don't even, I don't know if it's that. No, they, it is, it's an alpha. No, what, what, what they, well, they, get, they get to a point, they get to a point where they want to be taken seriously now. Because they found out. If you trial and error, that they were not taken seriously when they were giving it all up. You know, you dropping, you know, dropping that ass like it's hot in the club, man. I mean, 
I, you know what I mean? You ever looked at a girl or a woman, and there's a lot of them that do it. A lot of them that, they could be in a bar, they could be in a club. Right. And you get cocky, they have a few pops in them. No doubt. Right? And all of a sudden, it's, and I'm talking about all types. I thought this was just reduced to my white sisters. It's not. I've seen all types do it. Oh, yeah. They start Women are women, man. Real demonstrative. They start, you know, even initiating lesbian type activities and just right. getting real sexual. Right, right. And forward. And it's like, at that particular point in time, if you're like that, I mean, I'm not going to speak for everybody, but I speak for a great number of men, you're not going to be taken seriously. No. Oh, you'll be taken seriously enough for that night right. to achieve the objective if that's where the man wants to go with it. Right. But long term, forget it. Because that image is always going to be in the back of your mind. Oh, look at that, look at you. You know, he was ass out acting a fool. Now all of a sudden, let's be a lady. Hey, hey, listen, man, let me tell you. And I say this in the book. I told the man. I say this, that alcohol does not change you. It reveals who you truly are. Any substance is the same way. Yeah, it's, yes. a, true, it's, a, it's a true serum. It doesn't create anything. Right. What it does is, is it brings out things that are wrong with you. Whether it's Adderall or cocaine or weed or heroin or acid or mescaline or, or alcohol or whatever it is that you do, it does not create anything. Right, right. It just taps into what you are and maybe magnifies it a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Emphasizes it a little bit. Yeah. yeah. You know, your thought process narrows and... You know, in that instance, you kind of go with who you are. Right. You know, right or wrong. It's not, right. I mean, it's, you know, and these things, all the way down to coffee and tobacco. Yeah. Okay. Alcohol included. For, for some people's prescription pills, for some people with, you know, illicit narcotics, cocaine and the like. Right. Uh, these things are more and more woven into the fabric of our society in America. Right. You know, I mean, I'm sure you know, you might not have heard the exact numbers, but uh, narcotic sales make $750 million a day in America, 365 days a year. Mm. It's, it's, we consume, we have 5% of the world's population and consume 25% of the energy and natural resources. We consume 50% of the illicit narcotics. Hey man, you know what I mean? So surplus killers, man. It's whether whether it's a part of your everyday life, yeah, or it's 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 not a part of your everyday life. There's somebody in your circle, man, that it is a part of your everyday life. It might not be a close friend, it might not be a concubine, it might not be a woman, it might not be a child, it might not be a relative. Right. But of the people that you know, right. there's more than a few in there that they get down like that. A lot of times, if you don't know, obviously, if you don't know, it's because they kept it a secret. Well, what the thing is, man, it's funny you bring up alcohol. You know, um, I was I was listening to this guy, and he said women are alcoholics. A lot of women are alcoholics. Man. When they get that liquor in them, and they just turn into this beast that's inside of them, it comes out. It's prime, exa- prime example. It's insane. Last night, man, we've I seen it more than once, dude. Dude. Yes. That was crazy. It's like that was crazy. Yo, you know, I'm kind of waiting for you to lose energy here from going apex and doing your thing, man. I'm just gonna kind of sit back and wait. But, but, but check this out, man. That that woman is typically reserved and just cool and chilling. Oh, yes. But last night she had too yes. many to drink. I've seen her in here being reserved and yes. making notes yes. in her own book and being yes. diligent. She. But last night she had too many, so she 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 gets into checking these dudes. Over the top. Yeah, going over the top. Hey, but she takes off her wig. I know. She lifts up her shirt. 
I know, it's nuts. I saw an example. She starts twerking, and that ain't even what she presents. That's not what she projects when she doesn't have too many. You're going to get that shit hung on you when you do something. You can do what you want. You can change subsequent to it. Right. But they're going to say, yeah, I remember you that that night that you was, you know, doing whatever. Right? And again, here's another thing, too, with women. And the cat I was talking to last night, man, after you bounced and headed to the house, um, he made a great point that it's true that I never thought of. He said, man, these women are 125, 130 pounds. Mm-hmm. And they try to drink like men. Right. Like, come on, like, you know, I'm, I'm right. 210, 215. Right. Right. You're 235, 240. You're a right. big guy. Right. So it takes a little bit more for us. Yeah. You know, we can legitimately, I, we've hung out and done it. We right. can put down double digits, shots of beers. Right. No problem. That's one of the cool things is that me and you are basic like that in terms of you like whiskey and beer. Right. I like, I mean, I like whiskey and beer. You like tequila a bit. Right, which right, is super right. cool because tequila is my second favorite and whiskey is your second favorite. Yeah, I do whiskey you know in, the, in, a, in the winter. And, I do and, whiskey. Yeah. You know, when you're, like I said, man, when you're 210, 215, and we, right. we nourish ourselves and eat right. before doing it. I mean, you see these women, man, that are on Adderall or on Zoloft or some shit. Yeah, Don't even yeah, eat because yeah. they try to starve themselves, right. stay in shape. They're about 25. Yeah. And they go to the bar and all of a sudden, you know what I'm saying? It's fucking Long Island iced teas and highballs. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? And, and you got to know when to cut yourself off, man. And they're 8 to 10 deep. Right. And they're falling all over the place. Yeah, we I don't... saw an incident right around the corner uh, last night, which I was talking to you about, where this woman had lost it and she was with two dudes. And I kind of peeked in on it because it's like, okay, it's not my business, but these are two men and it could go bad, but clearly she was the one starting everything. Right, right, right. She was the one starting everything. She was going nuts. So I came back and peeked around again. And she looked over at me. She's acting. She came up out of her dress. And was yeah, not wearing it. Was not wearing it on the grass. What I mean, you're yelling at someone, you're screaming at them, you're barking at them, whatever. Uh, what, what's the point of you know right, removing right. your dress right, and right. showing your right. wares? Right. She looked over and saw me and then it happened. Attention. As if it was an accident. No, attention. And I know attention. it wasn't an accident. It wasn't who knows. What I look like or whatever to her from that distance, it doesn't matter. I'm not saying I'm any kind of a you know hot piece of man ass or anything like that, but what I'm saying is she saw a man. Right. And with these two men, she wanted she attention. It acts and she acts out. Right. And I'm like, okay, I could clearly see that she was the one initiating everything and causing the drama and look, I wasn't gonna walk up and say, yo, you know, what's going on? I was gonna say, like so many times I've said before, yo. Everything good here, you know. Hey, listen, why don't y'all wrap it up? Right. Let's call it a night, man. Tomorrow's right. another day. Right. Not anything, not getting physically involved in it, but that's what we talked about, man. Both of us being guys from Texas. Right. Okay. We don't look at it like the guys in the Northeast that are like, I don't want any liability. I'm not getting involved. Right. Getting involved. I heard of an incident like 20 years ago where a, ch- a girl was being sexually assaulted, man. People were walking by and didn't do anything. I heard about that, man. Yeah. I heard about that. And it's like, and I'm thinking to myself, there's no fucking way on God's green earth I could walk a step past that with my back to it and leave. I, I just couldn't. See, this is the thing, this is the thing with, with well, cities or states. What you like, really are, right? Well, it's who you are. Well, right? yeah, but this is the thing with cities and states like New York, right? So... Um, if you're not a man that is confident that you can physically handle your own, you 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 and you don't have the confidence. You're at a disadvantage, like because you can't carry guns like that in New York. True. In Texas, most people got something on them. 
You know what I'm saying? So and more frivolous lawsuits are thrown out here in Texas right. than are in California and than are in the Northeast. Right. I think that they will see right through things. I mean, it's a known fact in the jurisprudence systems here, system here in Texas. An insanity plea, not likely. Not likely. It's much more likely in New York or California. Right. It's not likely in Texas, man. They just 99 times out of 100 will not go for they it. They ain't buying it. Like, you're, listen, hey, motherfucker, you're culpable. Yeah, you're you gonna pay. This. You're gonna pay we for it. We don't want to hear shit. Right. We don't want to hear anything about anything. But hey, they say don't mess with Texas. Don't. Shit. We gotta listen. So, hey, it's that'll be a great topic, and, and I'm gonna suggest this for the storyboard going forward, man. Texas as a nation, Texas seceding. What would be the results? Okay, you already know we've got our own power grid. We've got a ton of military station here. Yeah. We have an incredible economy. Um, it's probably the most reliable in the country of all the big states. It's right, very, right. very reliable, very, very consistent, particularly Dallas. Right. Um, I'll say this, we would foster a much better relationship with our brothers and sisters to the south in Mexico than most guys in D.C. do. I can tell you that right now. It would be more of a, hey man, we know a lot of y'all were here before we were. Right, right, we get right. that. Right. You know what I'm saying? We would have a much better relationship. Right. But again, that's, that's a story for another time. Right. I mean to get off topic, man. Steer us back in the right direction, if you will. SD, Mr. EP. Hey, at the Loon Live, SDJC, every Monday, 7 p.m., Dallas Uptown, Uptown Dallas. Come kick it with us, come drink with us. Have a cocktail, come eat, food is great. Come holler at us. Come holler at us, man. We, we, we are likable guys, man. Yeah, yes, we will yes. talk to people despite the fact that we call it the Goons in the Loon show because there are people here that I've heard through back channels that are like, they ain't the guys. <laughs> you don't want those problems. But we're such no, nice guys. No, I'm not that guy, man. I'm you not know what I'm that saying? guy. Not, I'm yeah. not, and I've said before, I'm not, I'm that, not guy. that guy. We're nice guys. You've heard so, that about me? Huh? You ain't heard that about me, man. I've heard about us in conjunction. I particularly, <laughs> I have, I have particularly heard that I myself am a, am a scary, intimidating individual. Yeah, I just stay to myself. And, and I don't, you know, and I'm very reserved in state of myself as well. Can't control what other people think. Right. But I think that it's like. You might not have kicked off that impression, but it's like, oh, okay. Every time they're up here together, right. they're at the same table. We're not yeah, yeah. on opposite sides no, no, of this no, place. No, unless no, you got, no, unless no. got your lady with you and I'm yeah, giving yeah, you the yeah, elbow yeah. room. Yeah. If we're both up here, we're, we're yeah, in the building yeah. together. Yeah. You know, and I think that they're like, well, damn, man, he can, you know, SD can handle this dude. You know what I'm saying? Right, so right. it must be someone like mine, which we are, but again, the goons thing is more of a goof yeah, 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 yeah. than anything yeah. else. Yeah. All right. But, uh, man, the, the perceptions are out there, man. And, and you have to know from from your appearance. I mean, I'm not a small guy. I'm a good-sized guy, man. But you're bigger than I am, man. Like, you're, yeah. you're two or three, two and a half inches, three inches taller than I am. But, hey, man, it's, it's, you know it, it doesn't I mean, you're, mean anything. You're, you're no, a man. big dude. That's all I mean, about the heart. Listen, here's the thing. I am so amazed right. at how people are. I was thinking about this hard today, about how people are really influenced by optics and the aesthetic, right, right? right. And so, average is always gonna be average. Average man in America is five foot nine, 172 pounds. That's the average size. Wow. So, you know, I got three and a half inches on that, you got five, so, you know, six. So, we're going to stand out in that regard. Right. Now, here's the thing that's so interesting about it to me, is that those people that look 
and make judgment and are either insecure or immediately don't like right. because of it or make judgments about an individual because of their size, because of their appearance. I would hate to be them. And that may be because, you know, as I said before, I'm big enough. I can handle myself well enough. I've been physical when this life. It's not something I'm looking to do, but I'm fine. With, but, with my optics, but, you know, but a lot aren't mm -hmm. fine with their own optics. Right. And I would hate to be someone that looks at someone, oh my gosh, like look, I can respect cats. You know, yeah. I, I can respect cats that, you know, got it going on, big dudes, whatever. Right, right, right. You know, it's not a thing, but it's like, you know, it's like Eddie Murphy said, no, you know, when we men, you know, we're men, we don't, you know, like women do, oh, she's so beautiful. Like we don't look at each other and say, oh, look at the shoulders on this guy. No, That's no, not what we do, no, but- We size each other up. If though. someone, exactly. Hey man, if someone is got it going on, you know what I'm saying? Like I was gonna talk to this broad up here, man, a couple weeks back, man, and all of a sudden this Brian McKnight looking motherfucker walks up. <laughs> I can't hate him for looking like Brian McKnight. Right, right, right. You know right, what I'm saying? Right, right. My situation was bad. I just, I'm gonna head to the house. Right. You know. But you but know what? I, I didn't I'm, hate on the guy. Yeah, you know, I'm sure people, sure people look at us like, man, that's an odd couple for the two guys to hang with each other. But that's that, in their mind. But you know, we know yeah, the truth. But, but we know. But listen, man, that's been the story of my life. I've always hung out with like extroverts or, or, or the guys that live kind of on the edge a little bit because that inside of me I have some of that in me, right? No, but, and it's no judgment from you either. Yeah, none. Yeah, none. None. No but, judgment. Because like I, 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 I know my dark side. Hey, get this man's shot tequila put it on mine. Yeah, I know my dark side. Okay. And I know. I'm good. Just give him a shot tequila for him throw it on mine. Yeah, I know my dark side. Thanks, bro. And I know my light side. And hey, I know what it is, right? But I'm sure people like, like man, look, hang with each other. But I'm telling you why. I was like, I can hang with this guy, man. You all to yourself, kind of like me, you know. And then, show up one day, track the tents of people like the Pete. And then I'm gonna tell you something else. I know this, man. This brother's not a pussy hound. I can't be connected with a guy that's weak behind Coochie, man. Don't you hate it when they stare at every woman yeah. that walks by hard and look them up yeah. and down? Why? For what, man? Yeah, I, can't, of I, can't, I can't roll with a guy like that. I, it's, it's, I, I, I can't either. Especially the guys that feel like, screw if they've got a man. Forget right. if they've got a man. I'll talk to him. It don't matter. Even if their yeah. man's here, I'll talk to him. I can't. And I know that. You're a principal. You're a principal, too. So, you know, I respect that, man. I respect that. Thanks. I mean, hey. So, so man. Here's to the men. Here's to the men, brother. And I respect that, brother. So that's why we, it's, it's, we rock, and, and we've talked about this, too. The way some men... Of all Speak out of turn and say illicit shit with women that they don't know or just men. Right. Talking about sex very directly, right? Who raised you? Right, right, right. I'm never going to... Bring up something untoward when it, when it goes back to about being, women that it goes I don't back know. to being a gentleman. Always be a gentleman. But why, why am I going to say that? If me and a girl get in a relationship and we can mm. talk like that behind, we're doing behind closed doors, right. and I'll be as filthy and raw as I want to be then. Right. But only after we've established the relationship. Right. What is it with Built these cats? Yeah. What is it with these cats that think that they can say filthy stuff? To women like oh, like she's gonna. Like, I guess maybe some of them, some women do look at them as bold or whatever, yeah, right, or right. As crazy or as funny or whatever. You look at a motherfucker how you want to, but to me, it's like damn man, it's what we've always talked about, man. Where are your fucking manners? 
right. raised you. Right. You want somebody talking to your moms like that? Your sister? Your right. daughter? Hell no. Hell hey, no. Man. Hey, that goes back to what we said. You got to be a gentleman at all times. At all times. You know. Be polite. What did what did what did your man uh, uh, say in Roadhouse? Right. What hey, was, man, that's what one of my dude, favorite movies. Yeah, yeah, what did yeah, he say? Yeah, right. What, what, what was the guy's the lead character's name? Dalton. Dalton. Right? Yeah. You know, everybody kept saying, man, I thought you'd be tall. You know what's like, crazy? I get that a lot. Of, what did he say? Be nice. That was a Dalton in The Outsiders, the movie he played in also. That was a Dalton. Oh, he, that, that, is my, that is my favorite yeah. Swayze character. He was the big brother. He was yeah. the, he was the main guy. Yeah. That's my uncle. He will whip your ass. That's my big brother. He will beat your ass. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? And he cares about us and looks out for us. You know, he's got the rolled up t-shirt. Right. He's working manual labor right. somewhere, right? He's a right. big, strong cat, right? And he's a man. Right. And he's and he cares about his people, but he keeps him alive, keeps his distance. Right. They know he loves him, right. but it's not about trying to be your buddy. I'm trying to keep your ass in line. Stop right. smoking. Get your right. ass in school. Whatever the case may be, right? Yeah. You know, love that character. Right? Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, yeah. I, I, yeah. I knew when I had asked you uh, last week if you had seen it, I knew you had. It's. Coppola did that thing. Right, right, it's, right, right. That's one of my favorites. It is a and you gotta, you gotta read the book, The Outsiders. The movie's great, but the book. Is he hitting, right? Yeah, and the book's even better. It's, it's, I believe it. Um, good, man. It's, it's, if you get a good writer, okay, they, it is, and I say this because I know a very good writer, okay, reading some of his stuff now, and in person with this guy, he's who he is. Right. He's real, raw, and blunt. Right. But in the book, from a narrative sense, he's incredibly likable. He's every man. You know, he's open to everything. Right. And right. he's saying, hey man, I don't have all the answers, but this is my thought process in this. Yeah. And this is what I would suggest going forward. You're much more likely to listen to that guy. Right, right. In that instance, que bajo amigo, it's our guy right here, man, works with the Lou, another one of the brothers up here, man, he's a beautiful human being, we love the kid, man, the Hispanic kid. Um, you're more likely to listen to this guy because he has made himself likable. Right. Because, why? Well, the best way to keep everything, everything, is to stay on subject, stay on point. Right, if you're in a business relationship, right? Yeah. If you're in a business relationship, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Keep it business. Right, right, Don't let right. all the emotions enter into it. Right, you won't right, be disappointed right. that way. Right. right. But what this guy does in his writings, okay? Great book, by the way. Hard to put down. Yeah. Uh, what he does in his writings is always on point. Yeah. It's yeah. 100% about staying on point. Look, F all the rest. Let's stay on point. And what I'm talking about here is a particular experience that I've gone through and that you've gone through and so he's relating that experience. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right, so right, right. it's okay. not about him being fake in his facade or anything no, like no, that. No, no. He's producing entertainment. There you go. There you and go. there's a way to do that. There you and go. The guy is obviously talented, okay, and he's obviously seen that that's the way to go. But knowing the guy personally, it's, you know, not to be a dick or anything, man, but the guy's not as likable as he comes off in the narrative sense. Right. Okay, not that I dislike the guy in any way, but he's a guy that's going to clash with some people from time to time. Right. Because he's got his own very rigid, staunch views on things, but in a narrative sense, it's 
wide ass open. Right, right, right. You know, so you gotta appreciate so, that. All right, I'm gonna let the cat out of the bag, man. The guy I'm talking about is SD. <laughs> no less than this guy. Here's to the men is the book. It's a toast a to the men. Toast to the men. Toast to the men. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. My bad. I toast my bad. to the men. Toast to the men. And it is a must. It is a must. It is a must. It is a must. It is a fantastic read. I'm only scratched the surface on it. I bounced around and I know I shouldn't do that. I know I should go cover to cover first. Yeah. yeah I'll tell you what. It is a view on life here in America as a man. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. to as a man in America, mm -hmm. American man, it is interesting, thought provoking, and in an odd way comforting, right. to say the least, to know and to understand that us as children of baby boomers, you know, SD, we're the biggest generation, we're the largest populace. Right. Okay. Right. Baby boomers know about the boom, post-war. We're the children right. of the baby boomers. Right, right. So we are the largest population group. No doubt. Right? The biggest demo. And for us, it's very comforting to yeah. know that the, the younger cats make all the noise. Right. They've got their ways. They, you know, in the words of my man Kevin Nash, yeah, well, you know, tradition sucks. Yeah. When he was, you know, Trying to be cutting edge and all right, of that. Right, right. Okay, for entertainment purposes, right? right? Which I always thought was funny uh, and cool. I like Kevin Nash a lot. Uh, sorry that he lost his best friend and his son within the span of a week. That hurts. But I like Kevin a lot. I, I'm a big fan of his personally. But, you know, for us, hey, there, there are some things that we're going to hold on to, certain values, mm -hmm. you know, that are not going to change. And again, to, to see you published, which not surprised. Never surprised any of your success. Never. Okay. But to read through the pages of that book, A Toast to the Men, it is, I was going to say oddly, but it's not oddly. It's a comfort to me. Mm. Because it's like, okay, somebody else is seeing what I'm seeing. Right, right, right. right. They've got questions. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So anyway, I think that that, my friend, as you take this forward, is... Really, the undercurrent of, of this podcast. That's it, that's it, man. That's what it's about, that's man. That's we're shooting from about. the hip. That's all it's about. We're not, we're not close-minded right. to other viewpoints. Right. But again, it's you can have your say. We'll listen to anybody. We'll talk to anybody. Right. Okay. Don't mean we're gonna agree. Okay. And you know, at that point. It's in your best interest not to belabor the point. Right, right. There you go. There you know, you go. We've listened and we've heard. Right. That's that. That's really kind of all you can expect. Not that we're right, some right, kind of right. badasses or whatever, but look, we will listen. If there's merit, we'll say right. it. Me and you have had discussions where you said some things and I was like, you know what? Yeah. Didn't think there was merit to it at first, but then right. I looked at it. I know you got one of those yeah, topics yeah, 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 for later, later on, on later in the on. show. Yeah, so the next topic, it's a good segue because... Uh, you know, we, we began this this conversation talking about, uh, you know, women and women giving up, giving the full menu up. Should they do that? Is it yeah. in their best interest? Things like that. Yes. Women with masculine energy, hyper-masculine energy women, yes. and how it's not in their best, in, uh, in their best interest. It doesn't yes. end up well usually for them. So when you have women... And men going through these things through life, man, this conflict, this hurt, heartbreak, 
breakups, um, you know, uh, rejection, um, you know, abandonment. Just abandonment. You got all kind of stuff, right? You bounce when I need you most. Disloyalty. Disloyalty. You got all this stuff, right? Are you with me in the good and the bad? Right. Or is it just the good? Now, in the midst of all that, right? Children are created most times. Many times. Many times. And many times. Many times. That man and woman do not stay together. They don't. That's America. They don't. So the next topic. Do women do more harm to their sons than fathers? I think that's a great question because I think if there's not a clear-cut answer, and sometimes yes, mm -hmm. and sometimes no, okay, in terms of the way that they treat them, if they coddle them, right. and they are that way and that way overbearing and too much of a dominant factor in their life, yes. But I saw a thing today that I, I think our, our, our people out there can relate to. James Harrison, mm -hmm. the linebacker, mm -hmm. right? His, he's a great football player, great athlete. He's a great football player, great athlete, okay? A little bit undersized in terms of height. Right, right. But the guy's got, he had rocks in his pockets, man. And that interception in the Super Bowl was one of the biggest plays ever in the Super Bowl. A game changer. And so they go and they talk to his family, you know? And Harrison had this look about him that... You know, he even said, look, man, if I have to smile, man, to make you comfortable, too bad. Right. You know, which to me, I love it. I love the right. look. It, there's an intensity. It's like, oh, man, this is a bad boy right, right. here. Because right. I'm a football fan and I'm a macho guy. Um, so they talked to his mother, who's still alive. Mm -hmm. And, you know, his father's deceased. And he's like, y'all know that attitude? I got that from mama. You know, and Mama's like, "Oh, I cannot believe you said that, baby boy." You know, and all this kind of stuff. And he's like, "Hey, look, you always told me, be nice, but don't take no mess. Mm -hmm. You went to a bully, you fight his ass hard every day. Right. You let him know right. that you ain't gonna be pushed around. Don't take no shit, right. right? And I loved it. Right now." That's one woman, and we've seen this in these single homes, white, black, Hispanic, Asian, whatever, mm -hmm. where the woman doesn't have a man around, and she's got to be mother and father, and a lot of them, like Mrs. Harrison, okay, the father passed away, okay, not that he wasn't there and didn't do a good job, but he passed away, you knew right. that Mrs. Harrison could be mother and father, all right, right you can right. be a man about this shit. Right. There are other women, and I know one personally, Unfortunately, she is my son's mother. I don't mean to speak ill of her, but she believes in her heart that she's doing good by hovering, by hovering, by being around him, by, you know, oh, I'm worried, right? right. Well, what she doesn't understand is what we all understand as men, as parents, okay? I've said this before, and I'll say it again. I'll take it to my grave. I had sons, and... The day that they turned 18 and became men, if they called me after that, they didn't because they were men, but if they called me after their 18th birthday, hey, Pop, uh, I need help with rent. You yeah. know what I'm saying? My response would have been, sounds like you need to move. Right. You know what I mean? Right. But if I had a daughter, I could be 70. She could be 45. Daddy, I need this. 
Okay, baby. That's how it works, man. Okay, baby. That's how it works. Okay, baby. You, okay, baby. Here you go, baby. Yeah, that's you know how it what works. I'm saying it's, it's and and it's not. It's just that's just exactly. It's how it is. It's not to curtail that woman's growth. You just want to take care of her. You want to take care of your sons too. It, it, it but then yeah. in taking care of your sons, you want them to be men. What's it nigga in you to take care of a female that you love? It's a niggly, and sometimes you got to push back on that, man. You right? With it's, sons, always, I think. Well, what time about with the girls? Sometimes you got to push back on that. You got to push back on that they sometimes, bro. I'm telling fight. you. I'm yes. telling you. They do these strong. I got girls, too. So I'm telling you, bro. You got to push back on that. They will take advantage of you like any other woman will, too. Any other human will. Yeah, but we, uh, I'm like just talking about... human will. But, but I, I get that, but in relationships like that, the, the women will try to take advantage more because they know they got your heart. And you're very concerned with your daughter. Yeah, and so they know that. You, you have to yeah. look at the overall yes. best thing. Yeah, they All know right, that. Okay, am I, as the proverbial saying goes, am I teaching you how to fish or am I giving you a fish sandwich every exactly, day? Exactly. If I'm giving you a fish sandwich every day, you ain't going to learn how to fish. Right, right, but right. If, but if I teach you how to fish, Maybe I give you a fish sandwich the day that I teach you how to fish, but then, you know, there to four, you know what I'm saying, going forward, right. forthwith, so to speak, right? All right, right. You need to fish. And a lot of times what happened, the mom, it's innately, it's innately in her to want to take care of a guy and make sure that her guy she loves is safe, her son. A lot of times these men become their child husband. Oh yeah, a lot of times they come their child husband. And, so. and the husband that's the father may already be a child husband. Maybe because already he's, be. because he's looking for mom. Yes, yes. So, so you bring up some interesting. I didn't know that about James Harrison, but but that's the middle ground, right? So we don't know everything intricate detail in his relationship with his mom, but that's the middle ground of where this can go because it's two opposite spectrums or two ends of the spectrum it can go right so extremes because the extreme is it really is but you trust her yeah, yeah. when you hear her talk yeah, you know yeah. what I mean but the, you're like you're good with it yeah but the extreme is you have a lot of mothers who resent their sons because they hate the father and they'll say you're just like your father. Or this talk about a topic for another show. Yeah, yeah. So that's the extreme. Show. But then you have the other extreme, right? Where they coddle the boy and they spoil him and they do everything for him. He doesn't have to want for anything. He doesn't have to struggle for anything. That's the other extreme. The middle ground would be James Harrison. I tell you another top, another story. Speaking of football. Hey, real quick before you interject. Uh -huh. I mean, I want to interject. Yeah, you're interjecting. I'm interjecting. I'm yeah. sorry. What I'm saying is, is what if, in some sort of way, she loves and misses the father and does not want to lose the son? That could, that's a, that, that's a real syndrome. You know hey, man, that, right? we got to have a psychologist here to really break this down. That's a real yeah, syndrome, yeah. and you know yeah, it. She yeah. loves that baby boy. He Maybe he looks just like that. Right, and she lost that. But, she don't want to lose but, it. but even the and son, maybe she does shit outside the normal normalcy. But even the son, she treats horribly. She hates. It seems like she hates the father. But they say hate is just love misplaced or love gone wrong. Thin line, right? No, hate, hate, hate is a powerful energy. It has just as much power as love. So to hate someone, to hate someone, you have to really feel strongly about them. Oh yeah. 
I, I think it's what you said about forgiveness. Uh -huh. I think hate is a nosedive and a stagnating stop down. Right. Whereas love opens up all kinds of possibilities yes. going forward. It gives you the juice yes. to pursue anything and to, as Winston Churchill said, face every undertaking with utter and complete optimism, regardless of how many times you fail. Yes. Right? To whereas when you talked about forgiveness and how powerful it is, it's the removal of hate, which right. hate is a stop down. Yeah, what can you do? What can you do? In limits. Right? What can you do when you're in that state of hate? Right. Well, you can get revenge. Okay, right. so if it's physical or if it's poverty damage or reputation damage or whatever, that's criminal. Right. Now you're outside the law. You're gonna get this person and ask yourself, how would you really feel? If you stuck it to them, right. would that make everything all right? Well, maybe you just suffered just like I did, right? Right, right? Well, then you broke the law on top of it, right? Well, good that it do anybody. You put a stop down on everything else until you got this revenge, right. until you got, you felt like this person got their comeuppance. Right. If you forgive, and the biggest part of forgiveness is understanding human imperfection, right. human frailty, and saying, okay, fine, right? I've been drunk and fucked up at the party and messed right, it up right, for right. other people too. Right. That's a metaphor. Right. Okay. And say, you know what? Not to get religious, but we all fall yeah. short. Yeah. Let, me, play, let right? me get back to this point though. Uh, you know, speaking of James Harrison, it's powerful. Been a football player, his mom. I want y'all to go check out Larry Allen's Hall of Fame induction speech. It's a great one, isn't it? Yeah, it's a great one. He talks about his mom and his mother. And he talks his wife. about yeah, yeah, but the point I want to get at when he talks about his mom is that he had to deal with this bully as a kid. And he came home crying, and his mom's like, hey, you go back down there and fight, or you got to fight me. Can you imagine having to fight Larry Allen? <laughs> and so he said he went back down, fought the guy. He lost. Went back down another day, fought him. He lost again. He said the next time he went down, he won. Kept fighting, right? And he said that taught him a powerful lesson that he carried into the <laughs> NFL. Never give up. <laughs> Never give up. <laughs> Keep fighting. And he said, that's what I've done in the NFL. I've worked these guys into submission. <laughs> the guy was stabbed in the head multiple times. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And, you know, growing up in, you know. Right. South Central. Yeah. Pump, no, no, no. Pump, Sonoma. Sonoma? Yeah. Okay. Um, it's, it's, I'm sorry, either Sonoma or Stockton. I know it's he said good Compton. He said it's not Compton. Sacramento, it's not Compton, it's Sonoma or Stockton, one of the two, which we can find it out very easily. But there is, I mean, come on, man, this is Larry Allen. Yeah. You're talking about the baddest cat in the jungle. You're talking about the NFL He went to Sonoma State. Yes. He grew is up he in Compton. Compton. Okay. Yes. Again, I got people from Compton, so do you. It's not an easy area to grow up. Yeah, I went to um, Compton High School. A lot of single, a lot of single, uh, lot of single parents. Yeah, and they're doing the best they can, and that's hard, and you gotta admire them for it. Um, you know, again, it's you look at, it, and I'm gonna get off the subject here just a little bit. Man, you've been doing that, man. Oh, okay, all right, man. Well, <laughs> all right, well, my bad. Come on, man. Uh, you know, a thread's a thread's a thread. It goes wherever it goes. But you look at Larry Allen, okay, NFL strongest man, and you 
Everybody remembers the play against the Saints, man, where he fetched Pat Silly. Pat Willis fetched him. Mm -hmm. I remember that. Went, went well, there was another play before that, man, that you might not remember. Also done by a Dallas Cowboy. Also done by the NFL strongest man, Andy White. Uh -huh. They were playing the Eagles. I was in the sixth grade. Okay. Scott Pitsky, this is a fast white guy. He's like got sprinter speed. Right. Randy White is rushing the pass from his D tackle position. And it's out there. The film's out there. You go find it. 1980 Cowboys versus Eagles. Fix the Fisky catches a slam, takes off. Right, He's right. He's gone, right? Randy White, after rushing the passer, fetches him. It's the most unbelievable shit you'll ever see. And the Cowboys have two guys in their history that's done that. Again, this is why we love the Cowboys. All right, yeah, history is not the present, but I think it's very, very interesting that we had these two guys, both this designation, that did this. Right. And OBTW, I was talking to some of my people in Philly. You know, Philly is 11 and 1. And they got all these draft picks coming up, right? right, right. Guess who they got them from? They got them from Minnesota and New Orleans. Right. You know how the Cowboys built the 90s Cowboys? Draft picks from Minnesota and New Orleans. People remember the Herschel trade. Right. But they forget the Steve Walsh trade that ended them at 1, 2, and a 3. It's just crazy how that yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. But, but, but getting back to how these mothers can ruin the sons. I think a mother has more power to ruin the son than the father. He's with the mom in the womb for nine months. Don't you respect guys that treat their mother good? I mean, no, it, no, it, no, it, no, no, no doubt. If a guy treats his mother bad, I'm sorry, you're going to look down on well, him a little well, bit. I well, know well, I well, well, this is the thing, though. You can treat your mom good, but you got to have boundaries. And you got to have a backbone. My good friend told oh, your me. Your mom will ruin your life. My good you don't friend, have a backbone. Yes, my good friend Abdul told me your mother was still a woman. Yes, she's still a woman. She's still a woman. I say that all the time. That's another thread altogether. Yeah. But, you know. I say that all the time. I, I, I am, uh, but I am going to, I'm going to be a good son no matter what. I love my mom. Yeah, you gotta and, be respectful, but you gotta that, stay your ground. I, I think that I think that black Americans and Italian Americans have that in common. I think that's a, one of the real strong reasons that we bond is that we really sometimes, love Sometimes, sometimes to our detriment. Sometimes we are the biggest simps. Italian men and black men are the biggest simps a lot of times because how we put women on a pedestal. It's it's they can do no wrong. Yes, yes, but I'm telling you, sure. mo most white men don't do that, brother. They don't look at their woman or their mom that way. No, oh, bro. Bro, they, 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 they praise their fathers. When you were going to make it in the NBA, you know you were, it didn't happen. Uh -huh. You were going to buy mama a house, wasn't you? you what, I was what? I said, when you were going to make it uh -huh. in the NBA, you were going to buy mama a no, house, No, no doubt. No doubt. Right no from jump. No doubt. No doubt. You're going to be a giver, and again. But you, you know, know what, if, if I would have made it in, 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 in Major League Baseball, you know what I'm saying, or, or rap or whatever, or broadcasting or whatever, but you know what though? You know what though? Even though my father didn't play a part of raising me, I would have sought him out, made sure he was good too. He's, he's, he's half you. That's just what it is, bro. See, you're from him and your listen, mother. Listen, I told you before, my mom got mad at me when I was 12. She was saying something bad about my father. And I didn't even know him like that. She could have been telling the truth. But I said, at 12, I said, well, Mom, I don't know him. I hadn't heard his side. I can't just take your side. Oh, she got incredibly She got that's No, that's incredibly perceptive on your part because most children, they would be able to parent that they have to live with. Yeah. So you know what? 
his parents said it. Right. Must, must be, be true. true. Must be I gold. have to live with them. But that's right? me. And if you follow me on YouTube, you follow. That's why if you follow SD, me on this, yeah, I'm objective, man. That's by why nature. you're who you are, SD. That's why you write books. That's why you influence people. All right, because you've always been yourself from jump. I didn't. I got asked by every woman that I fathered a son with. Let's name him Junior. Mm -hmm. I don't have anything against anybody that's named Junior right. at all. That man, fine, get down how you get down, do what you do. Right. I never did that, I resisted, because I wanted them to have their own lives. Right, right, that right. That makes right. me better than anybody that names their kid Junior. Like right. Junior's in my family, second, you call them Deuce, whatever. Right. right. Right? I'm not tripping, that's fine. Right. I'm cool with it. But I never did it even though I was asked by every woman I had a child, but can we just name them? You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Tia Soul Jr., can we just, you know what I'm saying, name it Christopher Jr., whatever? Oh, I, I said, no. I want my boys to have their own life. I don't yeah. want them to ever think for one second that, well, anything that's done yeah. is because the senior, and senior set the tone. No. You are well, free. Well, my daughter, you set your own tone. Yeah, my that's, daughter is named after me, though. And that was my choice. Her mom went the name. Is that right? Yeah, my daughter's named after me. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't, I've never said that I have a problem yeah, with it, yeah. ever. With sons, I felt like it was different. You know, that like, yeah. I had a daughter, who knows? Well, that was my firstborn. My daughter was my firstborn. And I have And no I have problem. a unisex name, so. Uh, I have no, out. exactly. It's, 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 it exactly. worked out, yeah. There you go, it worked out well. And, and I think that, and I think it's a good name, and I don't think there's anything wrong with right. that. And again, it's, well, people who don't have children, don't know and don't understand. Doesn't mean that one's greater than the other, but there's a different kind of love, father daughter. Yeah. There is, yeah, there yeah. is a different kind of love, father daughter. You will see, and I've seen this before firsthand, with you know my ex fiance who had two daughters, right? They have conflict with their moms. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Same yeah, sex thing. Yeah, it's yeah. like us and our fathers. Right. You know, whatever happened, whatever happened, good or bad. Well, you start whatever, smelling man. yourself, man. You know, hey, your balls start hanging a little bit, you know. But that, yeah. And then the girls, the It's the Caesar. I, yeah, that's what it father is. Effect. Get, it's the Simba it, it, father effect. Yeah, it's time to get out and get your own, man. It's yeah. time to get out and get your own. And you want to shake off the one most powerful dominant factor in your life right. that when he has said, shut your mouth, right. shut your mouth. Yeah. After a while, you're like, nah, man, I don't want to shut my mouth. So that's, again, that's no story for another time. Right, right, right. But again, I think that there are these issues and these same-sex sex relationships, which that's why I believe you talked about it earlier. You talked about uh, families, uh, uh, parents divorcing, uh -huh. right? That's why I think co-parenting is so critical. Present that unified front. I'll tell you right now, the mothers of my sons, have either said bad shit about me or rolled their eyes when my name came up. Both are damaging. I have never, ever, despite my personal opinions, ever said anything about any one of my sex yeah, yeah, moms I'm, I'm saying to them. I never way. have. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to do that. Just there's so many reasons that go into it. I, my first, Lorenzo's mom, strong-willed, beautiful Puerto Rican girl from New York, right? This was her thing. Well, I never lie. I don't lie, right? And so, we've split. You know, Lorenzo is 10, 11, whatever, right? Growing up, she says, well, you know, that was her whole deal. I don't lie, I don't lie, okay. 
So then she tells me, I've never said anything bad about you to, to Lorenzo. And I'm like, you realize that when my name is brought up and you roll my you roll your eyes, that that's very damaging. Mm -hmm. She's gonna say shit. Because she doesn't lie. And I knew she had done that before. Right. right? Now look, this is another great topic for another show. The Attorney General's office, who collects child support, mm -hmm. says we do everything for the kids, right? And people from the outside looking in, oh, you're in trouble with child support, you're a deadbeat. It's a lot deeper than that. And many women will use filing with the AG's office for child support mm -hmm. as a means of revenge. I'll show him, right? And what they don't tell you about child support is you're paying matching funds. The AG gets half. Mm -hmm. You, when they start collecting, just for sending out some letters and threatening to take away your driver's license or put you in jail, they double your shit and they get half. Right, right, okay? right. That's a fact. I mean, right. why, why do you think Ken Paxton asked for sixty-three million dollars to sue Google and get the price about it? Because right. they got open spigots and everybody on the outside gets behind them. Half the men and all the women. Yeah, you need to pay. You're a bum and all this. So what happens, right? It's supposed to be in the best interest of the child, right? What happens? This creates resentment between mom and dad. That's not co so, so, so this is why I think co-parenting co is garbage. It doesn't work. It's not real. It's not real, man. It's not real, bro. It's not real. What we got to do is to minimize, minimize our chances of going through this from men and women. We got to get with women who want to, not just what they say, who, hold up, hold up, who want to and You're act like. you talking about retroactively fixing and, 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 and act like and, 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 and show the actions of wanting to be under our leadership. You're talking about a vetting process, and, 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 and you're talking be, about yeah. retroactively fixing it. Yeah, yeah, and want to be under our leadership. But then also, brothers, men, we got to be righteous, man. We got to show the qualities of the men that a woman can and should follow. Of course, in an yeah. ideal world, we've talked about vetting, or, the vetting or, process all the hold, time. Hold up, hold up. If for different reasons. But, but if those qualities are are not there in the woman or the man, we should not be procreating. Well, exactly. And unfortunately, fortunately, my first son's mother was beautiful, gorgeous, and a head turner, and I was fucked. Okay. And so, what you're talking about is retroactively fixing something, and you're not wrong. But unfortunately. We have those that have arrived at a situation where they were, like my parents, 17 and 19, when right. the child was born. So to say that co-parenting is bullshit, after the fact, sometimes it's necessary. If you can at least present a unified front, that's your mom, that's does, your dad. How often respect. does that happen, though? We're just going on with statistics. How often is that? people mature enough to do it. No, 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 I've no, no. I've never encountered no. anybody. <laughs> it, it, so we're not saying it doesn't happen. I'm saying how often. We're just going to go by the numbers. It never happened for me. There was I, no co-parenting for how me. How many people do you know were successful? A few, but I know more that were adversarial. Exactly. That's what I'm trying for to tell you. For a lot of reasons. Brother. That's what I'm telling you, brother. That's again, we always talk about what it is. The buildup is minutia, and we'll talk about right. it, and we'll say, hey, this is the flow chart. Right. This is the running timeline. But what we focus on Man, is, what is it? We, we got we to gotta, we gotta be very we gotta selective. Yeah. God, nobody knows that. When, when, when we spill our seed. Nobody. We gotta be, 
And women have to be very selective who they let the seed be spilled spilled in them. I tell the young cats that I coach all the time, the ones that don't have kids, hey man, having a child with you is a big deal. Treat it like that. Don't just get with anyone. You have a child with a crazy person or an erratic person or whatever, you're locked in for at least the next 18 years. At least. At least. At least. And it really is for life a lot of times. It's, it's, that's one of the main things of advice that I've always gave football teams that I've coached. There's two things that I always say, hey, look, watch yourself out here on these streets. Right. Because you can be replaced, but you can't be duplicated. Right. It's people that love you and care about you. Two eyes, two ears, one mouth. Watch yourself. Pre-extricate yourself from bad situations. The second is what I just said. Be, be, treat. Child with a woman and you giving her your seat, treat that shit like it's special. Yeah, yeah. Treat it like it's special. Treat your seat. And that special, way, yeah. exactly, that way you'll do more of the vetting process. Now, I think what was fun that we talked about was a profiling vetting process. Right? Like, you know, how, you know, how, how, how were you going to create the next Kobe? You know, how, you know, how, how was, no, how was, no, how was, no, you, you laughed at me. You no, 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 because it's true. Yeah. No, no, because it's true. And I look back, I'm like, damn, man. You know, I should have created the next, you know, fucking Dan Marino. Listen, you listen, know? man. I heard Ocho Cinco say, man, uh, hey, the chicks he have babies by, he looks at their ankles. He looks at if they ran track, if they're athletic. He looks at all that before yes. he procreates with them. That's a, that's a known fact. Bro, uh, LeVar Ball did it. He said he chose his wife because she was athletic. She had to build. He said, we're going to build athletes. Marvin Mar- Marinovich from the Raiders was a fullback. He was the first guy to public do, publicly do it with Todd Marinovich. Uh-huh. And what he did, with, yeah, he found this athletic tall woman, and Todd turned out to, you know, 6'3", 205 pound, beautiful athlete that could straight up spin it. Massive talent, massive talent throwing the football at USC. Right. Uh, he deprived Todd of any sugary snacks right. or any soda as a child. Now, what's so interesting about that is Todd responded the other way. Right. When he got freedom, got into heroin and oh, coke. Yeah, it went extreme with it. Now, here's the thing: I can't say personally that. It's not it's certainly not on Marvin that happened because I myself as a child was given a lot of love. We didn't have a lot of money, but I was given a lot of love by those around me. And I was from a very early age loved to eat cookies and cake and sweets and shit. Right, right. right. Loved to. Right. That was because it was kind of forbidden a little bit. Right. I loved to do it. Right. Well, that later in life for me turned into weed and cocaine. And booze. Right. Why? Because those people loving me, telling me how great I was, eating those cookies and candies, smoking that weed, doing that cocaine, smoking those cigarettes, drinking that alcohol. That was an endorphin dump. Mm. I could not put a finger on it at the time, but it felt good. You don't know how to you didn't know how to live without adulation. I wanted to feel good. And adulation is like, okay, that's random. That's from other people. Right. Right? But a substance is something you can go to. Right, right. Got the money? Turn that feeling Right, on. you can get it. Right? Hey, can we get a couple more shots here? Tequila for me. No, tequila for my man and whiskey for me. That's, it's 
not exactly the same thing because adulation is, as I said before, involves other people. Right. But a substance just involves you and that substance. If you got the money, the substance got the time. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, you know, it's just a transference of a vice or, you know, an endorphin dump. So do you agree to avoid a lot of this? I know you say the co-parenting thing. We got to work on co-parenting. But do you agree we just got to be intentional, more intentional about who we plant our seed in? 100%. Understand. Okay. 100%. JC. I agree with that in life. JC and SD live at the Loom. Dallas Uptown. Uptown Dallas every Monday, 7 p.m. Central. Britney Spears. Not Britney Spears. (laughs) Britney Griner is free. Britney Griner is free. What do you think, brother? What do you think? I, I'm not mad at her, and I'm not these guys that, and in the football club, you have all types. Right. We've talked about this football player is brothers from South Dallas and white guys from Nebraska, or from right. the country, okay? It's Hispanics that are the sons of immigrants that their parents don't even understand the game, but they right. love it. So you have all these different perspectives. And there were a lot of, I'm my white friends in football that were just absolutely outraged that she was released, given the circumstances and given the fact that there was another prisoner over there that was also American. Right. Look, to me, look, I'm not mad at her for getting out. I'm glad she got out. I'm fine with it. She's an American. I don't want Americans to suffer. Were the circumstances bad? Maybe. But here's the thing. I don't control that. Mm-hmm. And so... They did what they did. Do I like how it went down? No. I mean, I thought to myself, damn, you know, we have we have a terrorist or an arms dealer that we're giving up. Right. You know, they have a person that smoked weed that happens to be gay, right, that they're giving up. Right. Right? It's like, damn, man, either the American State Department is weak or Russia's got some fucked up laws. It's both. Right, right. But I'm not mad at her for getting out. I know... Thank you. I know as somebody who's been incarcerated, hell man, I, I just got my monkey ass out of jail this weekend. <laughs> I just did a little stretch this weekend. Right, right, right. right. I'm not proud of it. It right. sucks. Right. Anybody that's done, if anybody's been in jail knows, where would you rather be in jail or with your car broke down walking 20 miles trying to get home? You'll take that car walk any day. Would you rather be at work right. or would you rather be in jail? Right. You'd rather be at work. So. I'm happy that she got out. She's American. I know that a lot of people say, well, you know, she said some bad stuff about the country. Look, that's what our people I'm one, of those, I'm one of those people. Well, that's what our people died for was the right to say that. I'm one of those Still people. glad she's out. I'm not outraged to the point of, oh, you know, she shouldn't got out. I'm, I'm just, I'm at a point in my life, man, where I'm gonna look at every situation individually for what it is, man. It's not a, it, 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 situations are not always clear cut. People will tell you, oh, you gotta choose sides, man. Fuck you, I ain't gonna choose shit right, until right. you turn against me. Right. Now, when you turn against me, I'll I choose I'm my both, side. I'm side with me. Yeah, I choose my side. Time, yeah. Right? But, but that's how I feel. Like, well, you know, you got family that's military and patriots, which I do, right? But I'm not mad at her for getting out. I'm glad she got out. I know she said some things about the country. Right. That's fine. Her lifestyle is hers. That's fine. Doesn't affect me. I'm fine with her getting out. Don't like the circumstances. It's like we talked about Dion living, right? And we know some other stuff has come out about that since. Look, 
the circumstances might not be right, great, right, right, right. but you know what I'm saying? It's right. like, it's a decision. In her case, it's a happenstance. Right. She finally got out. I'm fine with it. I'm not mad at her. Well, it's not a happenstance. She made a decision to have a, a, a Her break. people really screwed her on that. If you don't tell your athlete that's making 200K Come on, bro, 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 you don't bro, say, hey, bro. don't bring Are you serious? Are you serious? Yes. You don't think she knew that? You, do you, do you, do you, do you literally think this is her first time and she didn't know that? No. Come on, bro. No, I think that's foolish to say that, 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 that she didn't know you're right. Come on, man. Let's, let's be real, bro. So it's on her, right? That's on her. Accountability. They got, take that shit serious over there, bro. Got the accountability. I ain't bringing no weed over Come there, right? Come on, man. She knows that, bro. She knows that. how much she had to lose. She knows that. But this is the thing, man. Uh, what were your thoughts on it? I congratulate her. Uh, for being out. Listen, man, nobody wants to be in jail. Um, there's a lot of time she was given. I know you're a highly educated guy. Have you no, spent no, no. any time no, in jail? No, no. Yeah, no doubt. Okay. It's, in, it's in the book. You got to keep reading it. It's in the book. Cool. But, uh... You did say that early on. Yeah, 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 but I'm glad she's out. There's a lot of time. But I would feel sorry for that because that's their laws. People say she shouldn't get that much time. No. When you're in Russia, you're in Russia. When you're in Singapore. How do you get down? Remember that American that got caned? When them Rome act as the Romans do. Hey man, it is what it is. It is what it is. So Okay, what I never figured out as D was we were speculating on how much time she had spent. Mm -hmm. I saw one thing that said she was detained August 4th, then I saw a press release that said, you know. It's a 294-day ordeal mm -hmm. that's come to an end. Well, the numbers don't add up. Well, they probably had or something like I, I can't. I can't speak for how their system works. But say, for instance, it's a long-ass time, wasn't well, it? Well, say, for instance, here in the U.S., you, you got you're in the county for a time, waiting trial. I know a lot about that. Okay, then you go to the penitentiary if you're a felon. You know, you can pick up felony and you're going to jail. Yeah. Ellis One or Ferguson. So, so maybe that's what they're talking about, something like that, man. You know, I don't know. It seemed like a long time, but yeah. August 4th didn't seem like a long enough. No, I, I 294 think, days seemed like too I, I think August 4th might have been the time she actually went to what they would call the penitentiary. And she was detained previously. But she was detained in their, what we would call the county jail. It's almost a year. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 294 yeah, is almost yeah, a year. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, Jesus, man, we're talking about 40 plus weeks. Right, right. But, uh, listen, man. I was one of those guys, but hey, listen, man. She has to be more appreciative for how good she has in America. Listen, man, we have our issues. We do. And we should hold America accountable for her issues. No doubt. And we should always push to be better than we were yesterday. Yes. But, yes. listen, listen, listen to me. But we are a great country. We are a great country. And people come here, want to come here and take their, risk their lives to come here for a Preach. reason. Preach. Preach. For a reason. Preach. Okay? They, Preach, do, that. they, they do that for a reason. Right. Something else we got to keep in mind, too. A lot of these countries, man, have centuries over us. We're a baby. Considered millenniums over us. We're a baby compared to them. 
300 years? We're a baby. And, and, and people talk about, well, you know, Africa's got, Europe's got places that have been around for 5,000 years. Take your monkey ass to Africa where right. they got places that have been around for 50,000 years. Listen, we, we are a young country, a young nation. We're not, we don't got it all figured out. We're young. We're young, man. However, I equate this to us being the Doogie Hauser of the world, the young prodigy. Yes. We have the best of the best, the Very best so. minds. Very much so. Yes. We're the best creators. Yes. Right? But yes. although we've got these older classmen, this upper classmen, Russia, England, Europe, Scotland, go yes. on Ireland, China. go on China, yes. go on Japan, yes. go on and on, right? Yes. Right? Indonesia. We're going on and on. Africa. We're going on yes. and on. Yes. They're upperclassmen. And we're in, we're in the fifth grade. And they're already in college. Just but, because we're 6'2 in the fifth grade and badasses. No, 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 no. It ain't about you know being 6'2. They're coming to see the phenom. The Doogie Hauser. They come see the phenom. We are the phenom. We are. We are the phenom. But we still got our flaws. Oh, no doubt. And like I said, we should hold ourselves accountable, hold For each other sure. accountable. I but, think it's the purpose of the but system. But we got to be patient. Discourse. Yes. The ability to protest. Yes. That's why, look, I got more patriots in my family than anything else. More than athletes, more than anything else. Right. More than beautiful people, I got patriots in my family. Colin Kaepernick took a knee, a pistol out of them all. But to me, it's like, hey, man, this is the process reinventing itself. Right. He is taking an opportunity through, and I don't know why people can't get this through their head, doing peaceful fucking demonstration. It's peaceful, mm -hmm. first of all. Which, earn that right as an American. Bring the light something that a I lot think of people, people don't know I about. think people question his motive, man. He got benched. People question his motive. Would he have done, hold up, hold up. Would he have done it if he was exactly starting? Exactly if he was saying. starting, his career was in the toilet. I get it. Would he have done now it? Now he's paid by Nike and he don't want to worry about would, it. Would he have done it if he was a starter still? Nobody cares how he works out because he's paid by Nike, so he doesn't care how he works out. And you have to understand, man, when they went to the Super Bowl right. in 2012, right. this is a 6 6 guy that runs a 4 5 that can throw a little bit. Yeah. I thought he was the future of the fucking game. I said, I this was guy, never really sold on him. But come on, dude. They go to the Super Bowl. And they almost win the fucker. And how huge was he in the playoffs with his fucking 60-yard runs and the ability to throw the ball? I was like, damn, you know, and then Cam Newton comes along and you're like, this is where we're going, you know, Robert Griffin, this is where we're going. Well, Cam Newton was before those guys. Yes, it's like, this guy's a stud, right, you know? Right, right. And listen, there's white guys like that too, man. Trevor Lawrence is 6'6 six, six and runs a 4'6. Uh, Herbert. On, on, on TV last no, night, well, he's 6'6 well, six, six well, and well, runs well, a 4'5. Well, no, no, but so, when you look at the box score, Trevor Lawrence is standing in the pocket more. And this is why, this is why I wasn't sold on Kaepernick. I'm looking at the box score. I always look at the box score. I say, how much is he standing in the pocket? How many rush yards? And I'm telling you who I'm sold on. I'm telling you who I'm sold on. The motivation kid, the kid in, in, in Philly, I'm sold on. Hurts? He may have some big days rushing. But for the most part, he wants to stay in the pocket. He's an efficient some bitch, I tell you that. He wants to stay in the pocket. He is though. efficient. Yes. He's the front runner for MVP. Yeah. And that's over St. Patrick. Patty Mahomes, who is the number one QB, number one player as far as I'm concerned in the NFL. Hurts, right, right. 
is the front runner for MVP as far as I'm concerned. I thought they had someone else out there in front. Uh, well, you got Josh Allen. You got also throw Micah Parsons in there. Uh, Justin uh, Jefferson's having winning, yeah. Je Justin Jefferson's having a hell of a season at receiver. Although Cup won the triple crown, didn't win it. Tyreek Hill is hogging out. But yeah. No, the guys yeah. are, and you know, Burrow's still a baller, but. No, yeah, it's, yeah. it's Mahomes so, and Hurts, and Hurts so, is yeah. to me. So, so we'll, we'll go back to Brittany, right? So I'm glad she's out. I hope she learns from this. Could have been handled better? I think so. It could be handled better. But Russia did a smart thing. They flexed on our ass, They flexed on They were smart. That was smart. Believe me, that was smart, man. They flexed on us. Hey, man, look. A lot of people disagree with me, but I think Biden did this for political reasons. Very much so. He's going to get a lot of that group, the LGBTQ so. group, and black people supporting him for re-election. And, and what is... But they can't name one thing, one policy, one law that he's pushed that's significant. Can you, that's can a fact you, as well. You? And, what, and what are Putin's people at home saying about him? That he's still to America. Said, fuck you, we'll give you this. We want somebody significant in exchange. So his people are like, damn that's, man, he doesn't fear America. No. And that's that the was thing a huge too. win for that. We've lost our leverage, man. We had a policy. I think it started with Nixon or Reagan. It was Nixon or Reagan said we don't negotiate with terrorists. Reagan said it, but I think the there was an undercurrent of it, but Reagan is the one who said it and said, you know, it came out public. Right, right. Okay, Bush ain't invented it, fine. I don't think that he did, but Reagan is the one that you remember saying. Right. Look, man, it's like when you go to you go to prison to visit someone. Right. They tell you when you get in there, what do they say? Hey, man, if this shit's a riot, and we got to waste everybody, Why not and, you, prison, and you, get, yeah. you get caught in collateral damage, yeah. Now, we're telling you that going in. Right, right, right. Tell you what it is going in. If, if this shit goes into lockdown and you're taking captive or whatever, we're going to do whatever we have to do to restore order. If they kill you or you get killed in collateral damage, tough shit. Right. right. And that's the negotiating with terrorist thing. Once again, it's along the same lines. Why? Because it sets precedent. Yeah, all you got to yeah. do, that's all you saying, gotta do is go hard in that regard. And you know what? They'll listen to you. Yeah, yeah. And it's but somebody, I, but I, I I just feel like when you, you when you trying somebody's trying to bully you or terrorize you you can't negotiate you can't reason with them. There's no reasoning with them. You can't. What's the stop? And this, and this and this the thing, right? What's to stop anybody for doing the same thing to us again? Again, or somebody else saying, you know what? I can replicate that. And then. We, then we say we don't want to do it. Then we say we hold on. Uh, then we say we don't want to negotiate. And then you got the public saying, "Well, hey man, you got Britney out there. Now you, you set a precedent. You set a precedent. You got her out of there. You got to go get them out of there because the shit was high profile. Yeah. Hey man. But we don't. You know, it will, anything subsequent to this will be made high profile now. Hey, bro. So bro. I don't want to hear, well, you know, it was high profile, it's popular. Yeah. Look, you did it. What do we always talk about on this show? What is it? Not what led to it. What is it? Motivations or reasons. Yeah. Like you talk, like you just mentioned about cat. Yeah. Like you just mentioned about cat. Yeah, man. A lot of people don't want to face the fact, man, that his career was in the toilet, and now because of his quote-unquote stance, which is a legitimate stance about a legitimate problem. 
I'm not going to take that away yeah. from him. It could be opportunism and timing on his part. You never know, because though. Because now, <laughs> right, right, you never know. You hear, listen, listen, here's the thing. Think about this. Any quarterback who was a starter and takes a team to a Super Bowl, right. how many more chances did he get in the NFL? A bunch. Right, right. They get a bunch. Right. Right? You can be, uh, you know, why well, I took team to Super Bowl. Right. Somebody else can say, cool. Especially the second time. Right. And then the third time, somebody said, well, you know, the motherfucker has been through a Super Bowl. Right. We don't have everybody on our roster that can say that. Right, 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 right. That guy's going to get cycle, cycle through the league. He didn't, right? Because right. the stance he took. Now, that's wrong. Listen, if, but if, I think that you're right in right. terms of saying it's opportunism because Nike paid the guy for life. Hey, man. Listen, man. JC, what is it? JC SD at the Loom Live every Monday, 7 p.m. Central. Dallas Uptown, so Uptown great Dallas. Great hey, come join us. Come kick it with us. Great food, great drinks, great service, great ownership. And we are nice guys. Yes. Come on and say hi. We are nice guys. We, we are, are nice we are cool guys. cats, man. We, we nice will chop it up with you. We like everybody. So, segueing into, into sports. Can Dak Prescott take the Cowboys to the Super Bowl? Everything is impossible until it's done. And Hurts, Jalen Hurts faces the same scrutiny. As does Josh Allen, that Prescott faces. Okay. Regular season, cool. It's what you do in the postseason. We all know that Aaron Rodgers is super gifted. Mm-hmm. We all know that um, Russell Wilson down to two. Right. Drew Brees over at you. Okay, right. Why will their names never die? Because they're part of the fucking club. Right. They got rings. And they were quarterbacks on teams that got rings. True. They're part of the fucking club. True. Right? So, you can't question it. I said, when Rodgers won his first Super Bowl in 2011, I said, this guy's state-of-the-art. He's state-of-the-art. And anybody would have a brain can watch him throw. And he he's probably the best thrower of the football that ever lived. Right, right. In terms of his ability to just I believe so. place it somewhere. Yeah, I believe right? so. And he's got a... Powerful arm, right. and he can just, you know, he's not the biggest guy in the world, and he can just put it where he wants, flick of a wrist type shit. Right. Uh, but then there are others that are like, well, damn, he got the one ring, hasn't really done anything since. Well, I mean, they've been real competitive, you know what I'm saying? And so, look, that's the standard. Race is not part of it. Russell Wilson got that same respect because they want to bowl. Yep. Russ at quarterback, and Russ made plays. You cannot, you cannot win a bowl a quarterback that at least makes plays that season. Right. Talk about Trent Dilfer. Talk about Joe Flacco. Look, anybody that was paying attention in 2012, that run that Joe Flacco had in the playoffs, yeah, he right. was fucking dealing. Oh, yeah. Might have been only one year. He may never, he may never achieve those heights again. Mm-hmm. May never have been that guy again. But he's got that one. Right. So Flacco's in the club. Right? Trent Dilfer in the club. Right. It's, look, Everybody knows that it was about the Ravens defense. It was about Goose. It was about Sam Adams. It was about Ray Lewis. You know what I'm saying? It was about right. uh, the, the corner. I forgot to say Chris or something or another. But like, oh, and Mike McCreary. Right. That's who it was about. About that defense. Right. But, but, they also had Brandon Stokely on offense, receiver. And Dumble connected with him on a few big plays. So, if he doesn't, people don't understand, they don't remember. Tony Banks was the starter for the first nine games. They were 5-4. I remember that. Tony Banks was a starter. Big kid, Michigan mm-hmm, State. Mm-hmm. Right now, Dipper was also a top... Dipper was a top-ten pick in the draft. Right. Fresno State just 
brilliant fucking college quarterback. Mm -hmm. Could really spin it, deep balls, but just perfect. Then one out where he went, right? Tampa Bay. They felt like they needed to make a move to upgrade. They went to Brad Johnson, oddly enough, right? Who was a backup at Florida State, which is that's another story. But that year, when they needed it, Duke came through for it. So what, what, what bring it back, bro? What can that take us to the Super Bowl, brother? But it's got to it's gotta be a Roethlisberger type setup where he's got dogs around him, which it's kind of a good segue into one of the subjects you want to talk about. You look at what you look at what BR had around him. Mm -hmm. You're talking about guys mm -hmm. that BR had around him that were top end guys. You know what I'm saying? But especially on the defense but side. But Roethlisberger, he's a dog, man. He is. I roughly, listen, he's different, listen, bro. Listen, he, you know, I know you compare him to that. Prescott, Prescott is six one, six two. You know, Roethlisberger is six five and built like a fucking defensive end. He's almost impossible to sack. And when I think of Roethlisberger, you know, besides rape, uh, I think of being, him being clutch. Mm -hmm. The guy mm -hmm. is clutch. And see, that's the thing. And that's the thing. But that was clutch yesterday. That's the thing. No, those two interceptions, man. That was clutch yesterday. That should have been a blowout. That should have been a blowout, bro. There's no style points to pull football. No, it's man. Good. It matters, though. It matters how you win. There are people that will say that. It I matters understand. how you win because it comes back to hunting you. Your deficiencies come back to hunt you. For sure. There's no doubt about it. But you know what? I'll learn from a win instead of having to take a loss and learn from a loss. They won. I get it. I get it. 98 yards, bro. He did what he had to do. Yeah, man, he was not great at times throughout that game. There was times he was bad. Right. But you also have to understand what happened. On the one peak where the Cowboys made the goal line stand, right. they had a guy who I had high hopes for. Guy named Josh Ball playing right tackle when the starter got hurt. And that's the face upside. Okay? On that play, the guy, he matador blocked the dude, and the dude was in Dak's face. Now, again, it's no excuse, still through the pick. But what they do, they said, hey, let's get the veteran. Let's get Jason Peters in there. Mm -hmm. Right? 98 yards. Mm -hmm. 98 yards. They made the goal line stand, which was clutch. Bad play calling, but I understand why Lovey went for it. I'm a big Lovey Smith fan. He's a Texas guy. I thought he got jobbed by the Buccaneers. He was 10 and 6 and got fired. I'm a big Lovey Smith fan. Okay. But I think you kicked the field goal there. That's just me. The interception is a gift. Listen, Mike McCarthy got a gift on a turnover, and they went down and they went for it. Mm -hmm. To me, to me, it's my opinion as a coach, as a guy who's coached D3 and has been a coach for a minute. When you get something, it's a, it's a gift, fucking take it. Just take the gift. Right. It's all right, cool, man, what we say? We at least got the gift out of it, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. We at least got the three out of it. Listen, well, now we want the seven. You know, if you can't move it two yards, you know what I'm saying? Well, what? Fuck that. It's nice to have the seven. But take the three, it's a gift. They're just giving it to you. So you just take it and say, all right, cool. Now we'll kick off and we'll start back where we were with them having the ball. Right, right. I understand that Houston feels like, that felt like that. We're gonna play for it this year, let's go for it. Well, you're not to one, man, you're at the three. And then the play call wasn't very good. You know what I'm saying? 
Should they have kicked it? Yes, but McCartney should have kicked it too. But even if they kick it, all right, what is it? Uh, Cowboys won 27 23, right? Yeah. If yeah. they kick it, the Cowboys win 27 26. So, right. but the Cowboys also don't start, probably start out from inside their five, and there's probably more time left. Right. Okay. For Houston to get the ball back and come back. Right? Everything affects everything in football. But again, yeah, man, there's, listen, I, I listen, I, I, I had a love affair with Dak when he came in in 2016. How could you not what the guy fucking did in 2016? Right? And did he have a lot of help? Yes. Okay. I saw Dakota Rain Prescott in the airport one day at DFW. Now, it was from a long way away, and I, and I know what he looks like. I didn't recognize him at first. My first thought upon seeing this man walk, I mean, he wasn't in a suit, he was in sweats, and like a mock turtleneck athletic. Didn't have any cowboy stuff on. But I look at this guy, and I'm like, this is a different human being. His energy, his aura, I was like, I really double take. Who is this guy? And he comes into view, and I'm like, that Prescott, you know, his aura and his energy, a positivity. Some people just have it like that. And I think that's his number one thing, is that people love him as a human being, and he is a good human being. Now, the inaccuracy, the, the picks will make you pull your hair out. You know what I'm saying? You gotta call it what it is. You gotta call it what it is. He hasn't done it yet. So, now, listen, is he great? No, because he hasn't done it yet. Because he's, hey, listen, another, uh, hey, that same author, mm -hmm. all right, that I talked about earlier, mm -hmm. said something to me one day that I already knew, but the way he said it made sense. Final chapter's not written yet. Mm. Still has time to write that chapter. Like now, me. are you, it was you, <laughs> all right, shocking, right, it was you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Final chapter's not been written yet. Right. So we do gotta wait it out and play no. it out. I mean, no, no, I'm, not, so I'm, not, I'm not writing them off. So how but, old was okay? Okay, I was gonna say how old was Eli, but shit, he Eli won early. About four years. Yeah, ago. yeah, yeah. Eli um, won early, man. But Rosenberger run his took, first it, year. It took, it, took, it took his brother Peyton a long time. It took Big Ben one year. Uh, you know, yeah, they, yeah, with Ben, they went 15 and 1 that first year, and then I think I they thought went 13 and 13. No. Yeah, in 04, Ben went 15 and 1, they lost to the Patriots. Then in 05, they were a wild card team, but then won the. Well, he took over for someone. He oh, went, he, he himself went 13 and 0. He was 12, he was the 12th pick in the draft. When he took over, to was it Maddox? Who was it Maddox? Might have been Maddox. Might have been Maddox. Might have been Maddox. So Maddox and L.D. Bell, if you know anything about this guy, mm -hmm. was a phenomenal oh, yeah. athlete. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The guy was a pitcher that won games and hit 400. And oh, yeah, BTW. He was in the top three in every statistical category of significance of basketball. The guy got 30 a game, right. 10 right. rebounds, and like six assists. Right, right, right. And he was a quarterback. I mean, he's, he's probably the best athlete ever come through L.D. Bell. One of the best athletes ever. But yes, there was somebody installed as a starter at that time. And I think it might have been Maddox. It wasn't. It was, wasn't. Uh, XFL was 2001. It wasn't Cardell. It might have been Maddox. I think it was Maddox, man. 
Yeah, Cordell was 98, 99. Yeah, I think it was Maddox, though. And I so, think it was Maddox. I think it was Maddox, because Maddox was first round picked by Denver, but then kind of rebounded and rebuilt his career with right, Pittsburgh right, a little right, bit. Right, 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 right. USFL was 2000, uh, XFL was 2001, so you got 02. And he got all three. And I remember in 02, they had Plexico. Right, he was right, a bad man. Right. He's made, a bad man. Made everybody's life easier. Right. So that may have been when Maddox re-entrenched himself. But Maddox was 30, 31, 32 at the time. Right, right. Steelers had 12 pick in the draft. Here's this kid, mm -hmm. 6'5", 245, mm -hmm. out of Miami of Ohio, never taking a snap under center. Right. In college, it's all shotgun. Right. But Coward mm -hmm. and them said, we're taking this guy 12 overall. Right, right, right. We like him. And it didn't take him long to start. And he had, at that time, the most bang up rookie season any rookie has ever had. Right? right? They went 15 and 1 total. Like you said, he came mm -hmm. in later. They might have already done right, one right, and one. Right, 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 right. They went 15 and 1 total, lost to the Patriots, conference title game. Mm -hmm. Then the next year, they come back. And on five, and I remember. Roethlisberger is the same mm -hmm. to Jerome Bettis. Right. Come on back one more year, brother, please. Please come on back one more year, man. Mm -hmm. let's, let's make a run. Right? And they came in. They weren't the one seed mm -hmm. in 05. All right? They were a road team mm -hmm. throughout the playoffs. Game against Indianapolis. And all kinds of crazy shit happened where Bettis fumbled around the goal line. But Roethlisberger took off backwards, weaving, mm -hmm. and tracked down Bob Sanders to save a touchdown. Yeah, they were able to yeah, win the game, yeah. right? And so, <clears throat> Super Bowl is in Detroit that year. That's where Jerome Bettis is from. Right. And they win that game. Again, inexorably right. changed forever. Wildsburg is now part of the club. Then in a way, you go get some another one. Yeah. Right? And so, he's part of the club. Again, for Dak, listen, especially with this big Dallas, I think you said this the other night. Look at Dallas, man. Um, you're expecting, you know, it's, it's, we've had a lot of really good quarterbacks, but you're always going to be held to that Roger Troy Aikman standard. Always. And if, always. You, if you ain't in the club. Dallas has high standards, man. If you ain't in the club, and it's, it's the highest of standards. Yeah. Talk about Captain America. Yeah, 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 you're talking yeah. about Troy Aikman, who, we're not going to get into Aikman. Bro, what's but, crazy? I, you know, we don't live, we don't <laughs> live in New England. But I don't even think the Patriots have the standards at quarterback that we have. No. And they had the great GOAT, Tom Brady. They, they're, they're still interesting to watch. I want to watch them tonight because it's the Patriots. Right. Because they still got Belichick. You want to see what's going on. But the Cowboys have always been prime time. Always, always, and man. The, the highs and the lows and the expectations and just the talk that they generate. Right, they're star. Good or bad. They're star, it's, man. It's, you got Cowboy fans everywhere. Yeah. That are like, like Wait, we show up. We show up anywhere. Like they asked to they were like, well, you know, you're going to be drafted, man. Where would you like to go? He was like, well, I grew up a Cowboys fan from Hawaii. And my ex-fiance from Hawaii, from Honolulu also, from uh, Kailua, right? She said her dad, who was born in Indiana but came to Hawaii, right? was a merchant marine, met her mom. So he was always a Cowboys fan, always. Michael Irvin from Fort Lauderdale, Florida, his dad, Work six days a week, but on the seventh day, you watch Tom Landry and the Cowboys. Mm. With Mike right at his side. Right. You know, it goes on and on. 
Omar Epps, Cowboy fan. Denzel Washington, Cowboy fan. Uh, uh, LeBron, Allen LeBron. Allen Iverson, Cowboy fan. Yeah. Chris Paul, Cowboy fan. Yeah. It, it's, the list is insane hey, bro. of these cats that are Cowboy fans that don't have any connection yeah, to Texas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, JC and SD at the Loon Live every Monday, 7 p.m. The initials, guys. Hey, JC and SD. Great drinks, great food, great staff. Great ownership. Come check us out, man. Come holler at us, Come man. break we're bread. We're down to chop it up with you about whatever. Come break bread, man. Hey, we're gonna talk, we're gonna touch on this and we're gonna close out. <laughs> We've been touching on this, picking in this for a while. Your guy, your guy, your guy. I want to get his name right. I want to get his name right. Your guy. Let me let me pause. Let me pause. Listening to continuing coverage of SD Mike, doing research yeah, yeah, during yeah, the show. Yeah, you got Mike Tumlin. <laughs> now we've been. You don't do Tumlin impersonation. Uh, 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 oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know yeah with the eyes, right? those eyes, right? He's intense, and, and, and that's that's part of his selling tactic, right? But anyway, I told you once before because you're you're a big supporter of the fan and I told you I said, man, this guy is uh, overrated. And I thought it was heresy when you said it. And, and I put them up there with Doc Rivers. It's been overrated. I, it's, big, it's, I, was late, I was ready to label you a race trader when you said it because Tomlin has so much goodwill and is so respected. I don't care about that, bro. I, and I respect that you don't care about that. But then I looked I at care it. about wins and losses, man. That's man, all I, I care about. That's all I care about, man. It wasn't as but after I looked at it, it wasn't as crazy as I thought it hey, was man, when you listen, said it. I'll listen, that. listen. If you're a good, a great humanitarian. Kudos. But when we're talking about sports, I just care about W's and L's, man. The technical aspect. Of that's it. all I care about. What about that nose and shit? Yeah, yeah. That's it. That's it. That's yeah. all I care about, bro. And and JC knows this. How I measure a great coach is how well you make mid-game adjustments. Do you get something out of the guy? Well, not only that, yes. when things don't go the way you planned, can you adjust? And come out with the W. When you go into the game, do you say, well, our players are equally talented on both sides. I feel good about the coaching matchup. Or do you say, wow, you know, our coach just kind of put this thing together. I don't feel very good about it. Yeah, yeah. So so the question and is. Tomlin has been counterintuitive many times with going for two and not kicking. Hey, but he's not I, called out. He's not that. called out. He's not called out. Doc Rivers in basketball is called out like he should be called out either. But that's another topic for another day. Is Mike Tomlin overrated, underrated, overrated or properly rated? Um, I, listen, we talked about the Doc Rivers thing the other night, me and you off air. And Doc is certainly a guy that it's almost like the Dak Prescott thing. It's not so much talent, it's that he, Doc is so well respected. Right. He, he's gracious. Uh, he was a solid defensive point guard playing for the Hawks. He might be a great and, man. And he, exactly, just a great guy, gracious. Uh, he stopped the game that time when he was with the Clippers for dirt. Got right. love him for that. Class and right. The Sterling thing came out. He took leadership Class and right. handled it. I mean, they ran the owner out of there, but Doc said, look, this is how it's going to be. This is how my guys feel. We're not going to play. Mm-hmm. And Doc took leadership of that. But then you say, okay, man, well, behind the, the, the facade of the outward appearance, the aura. what kind of coach is he? 
Right. right. Okay, well now. What he's getting paid for. Now you look at the scrutiny, and you and I both agree that we think Tyron Lue, who was the present Clippers coach, yes. is a far superior uh, coach. Tyron Lue is a great coach. Great coach. Rick, Rick Carlisle was a better X's and O's guy. Yes. We would even put the Spolstras and the, and the Thibodeaux and those guys yeah. ahead of Doc Rivers, who garners much more respect. Look, let's face it, he's been in L.A., right. been in Florida, he's been in big markets. Now, when you, it's funny because you said it, and I was like, damn, SD is angling for the fact that this guy is Mike Tomlin-esque. And Tomlin is year after year after year after year when they vote for who's the coach that you would want to play for the most. Mm-hmm. Now, we all know that the NFL is 65 to 68% African-American. Right, right. Wrong. He's a great cheerleader, bro. He's a great motivator. To, he's a well, great that's motivator. That's what Terry Bradshaw said he was a cheerleader and a motivator. I think he's a little bit better than that, but when you said, okay, and listen, SD, I've told you this before, you're like any other human on the planet. Sometimes you think you know and you don't. There are times that you do know when you're right. Okay, But you got to follow one, it up with substantiating facts. I had to look at it, and I started going down the list. And I was like, damn. You know, he had, he had AB, best receiver in the game. Damn, he had, you know, a fucking the Harrison, bus, Harrison the defensive player of the year. Palomalu. Yeah, Palomalu. Ryan Clark. He had, you know, at, at, at one point in time, Le'Veon Bell was the best James, football player. James Harrison. James Harrison. Who else? Uh, who, 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 who had a bunch Palomalu, of... they had Farrier, they had, they had oh, Joey Porter. Joey Porter. bad boy. Who else they had right. on the other corner? It was some other guy um, on the corner, bro. Um, it was solid. It could have been Ryan Clark. No, or, I said Ryan Clark. There's somebody else too, though. Um, oh, um, it was uh, uh, Ike Taylor. Ike Taylor. Yeah, it's, it's bro, bro. They were bro. They had I, great I, people. I, I, up hey, what's, the, what's yes. the twin? What's the twins? The twins. Uh, the Pouncy boys. Come on, bro. Yeah, I Come mean, on, you had Pouncy was the best center in the Come game. Come on, bro. Um. You had uh, uh, Castro, the Italian kid from California, was the best guard in the game. You know, you had... Who, who was his... Who was that? Hold on, hold on, bro. Who was his defensive coordinator? The, the label. Le- great, great. The great, the great. The great. Former white cornerback who was cold in the 60s. LeBeau is a genius. My, a friend of a friend okay. knew Ricky Dixon. Okay, okay. And he said LeBeau was teaching him shit about defense. Okay. Like he, he was played for the Bengals uh-huh. and said LeBeau was teaching so without, him shit. So about with defense. all that, so with all, who has the best ownership? You got to get to the Steelers, bro. Yeah, yeah, the Rooney's, man. I mean, they get out of the way. They've always got they, guys. They stick with their coaches. Yes. And you know what else they've they only do? had. You know they've what only had. Do? How many coaches have they had? Yes, only three over the past however many years. And you know what else Come they on, do? Come on, bro. That's great. You know what else shit. they do? You know what else they do? They would hire a guy like Vinny Cerruti or Tom Donahoe yeah. to run their personnel. Right. And that guy would always draft the right guy. They would never sign guys to a second right. contract unless they were special because the metrics of them told it. The saber metrics of them told it. Yes. It's football, man, you get older. And they're progressive. The Rooney rule. The Rooney rule. Very progressive. The Rooney rule. Yes. So, so all that you named being in his favor. It, Come I'm on, not, bro. Come okay. on, bro. I'm, I'm not going to say that he's overrated because I love the guy, but I will say Hold this. up, nah, man. Oh, no, 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 no. You got to be feeling out of it, JC. I will say this. Ah. When you said what you said, 
it did cause me to go back and look at it. But I want to throw something a little bit different to you in that regard. I mean, Jesus, Mary, and Joseph, man, you know that it wasn't just them over in the AFC. You know they had the fucking Ravens and the Patriots to deal with. And Philip Rivers with the Chargers was no sense. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. And that's, my, that's my point. Say out? Hold up. That's my point. He was out coached. He had more talent. He had, you name it one guy or two guys on the team. The Ravens the, were talented. The he Patriots, had, maybe not as talented, but no, he had the most talent. More than the Ravens. He, yes, yes. More than the Chargers. Yes, yes, yes. He had the most talent. And he had the best ownership. It's not clear cut. Bro, he had the most the best no, coaches. No, no, the, no, the Chargers had terrible ownership. The worst. They're the absolute worst. To today, Patriots, very good. It's the, and the Chargers and the Bengals are the worst ownership in sports. Um, but but the but but the Come Baltimore, on, Baltimore had good ownership. And certainly the Patriots had very solid ownership. Listen, bro, the Patriots did not have the best players. No, they didn't. But what did they have? They're they, good guys, but they hold on, hold on. They outcoached you. Brady and Belichick. They outcoached you. Yeah. Brady and Belichick. And Those Belichick had the will to win. And Belichick was a smart guy, too. He's meticulous. Even now, legs. even now, Belichick wins games he shouldn't win. Well, those are the guys that are always at the top of the food chain when they say, who do you want to play for? When Dungey was around, it was it was Belichick, Tomlin, and Dungey. Right. Now, it's, it's, it's Belichick. And Tomlin and Andy Reid and McVeigh are starting to creep up now again. Hey, bro, I'm gonna tell you Reed this. I'm gonna tell you this. I'm gonna tell you. They're great adjusters. Reid is. But I'm gonna tell you this. It might be too, too, too player friendly because he needs to win more too now. Man, he should have won He's more too now. Yeah. No, no. I'm talking about the big game. Yeah. I'm talking about the big game. He's got one win. That's it. You're right. Come on, you're now. Right. I like Andy Reid too, though. Oh, you're right. Yeah, it's it's. I was begging for Philadelphia to get rid of him. I was like, oh hell yeah, man, fire this guy. Go back to being six and ten. That'll be great. But then no, no, I don't think then, I don't. I don't think Donovan could have had then, a career he had with nobody but Reed. Exactly. But then they brought in this Peterson guy who don't look now. Him and fucking Lawrence in Jacksonville. Right. Are kind of on roll a little bit. They beat Baltimore and they beat the Titans. I saw that. And they're getting ready to play the Cowboys. Now, Peterson was in, and I in have Philly, said, right? Peterson. Yes, and they're getting ready to play yeah, yeah. the Cowboys this week. And I have yeah. said that, along with LeBron James, Trevor Lawrence is the finest athletic prospect that's oh, ever yeah, lived yeah. in any he's, sport. He's, he's a talent. Because size, check. Size, check. Size, size, check. Speed, check. He married his is 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 Kyle's sweetheart. Already married coming into the league. Yeah, 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 Check. yeah, yeah. Um, Good move. Record of achievement. He came in and did the most you can do as fast as you can do it. Right. Freshman won that championship. Hey. Played brothers. Hey. You can't. There's no. There's no timetable any faster than that. So he's got right. the, the the optics. He's got the pedigree. He's had as much success as you could have in college. Right, right. You're not going to find a better prospect. Like I said, LeBron's the only one that's in his class. Right. Because physically what LeBron did, LeBron didn't go to Ohio State, didn't go to college. Right. Okay, so you don't have as much to base it on. Whereas right. in Lawrence's case, you're like, damn, he did everything he could do. Now, we all know college is different than pros, and you got to have guys. Well, lo and behold, they're starting to put together guys Peterson is a hell of a coach, and listen, you know, it's not just based on what the Cowboys did 
yesterday by barely beating the Texans. Right. Jacksonville was playing good. Yeah, no, Jacksonville was good. They got a good quarterback, bro. And they're hungry. They're hungry. And that quarterback is hungry. And guys like DJ yeah. Chark and these other guys are stepping yeah. up. That is not a given win. Not, not, for not at all. Not at all. Hey, man. Hey, listen, listen. We got to end it there. We got to wrap it up here. Thomas not overrated, but he is overrated. He is overrated, bro. You had not proven he's not overrated. But you're you're emotionally tied, and that's what it is. I like the guy. No, it's, it skews it your, your judgment. Yeah, because yeah, he's a motivator. I get it. Well, he played wide receiver, and he's a defensive hey, coach. Bro. That's pretty fucking amazing. Man, come on, bro. Like, it's pretty amazing. You haven't proven your point. But, but I again, love you. I but I love you. But I love you. Exactly. Hey, man. It's but I was, I was a Kevin Sumlin guy, too. And you saw what happened with Kevin Sumlin. Kevin Sumlin so. did this thing in Oklahoma. Again, I was a Kevin Sumlin guy. You saw what happened there with A&M. It is what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he was in Oklahoma, too, right? Wasn't he in Oklahoma? No, he was, uh, he might have been an assistant there, but he was at U of H. Uh-huh. Where they, they awoke from Hold up, hold up. Let's look this up real quick. No, no, he was at U of H, then he got the A&M job. Hold up. Uh, I could have sworn he was And USC Oklahoma. offered him a job, and I think he just flamed out in Arizona. Let's he see. just had the Arizona job and flamed wrong. out there. I might be wrong. Uh, oh, you're talking about football. He, uh, uh, yeah, somewhere. He's, uh, well, he's, what's the basketball coach? He's, he's it's a Sumlin. Cal, that's what I'm thinking about. Defensive coach that's like a, nobody else. That's what I'm thinking about. Samson is a defensive coach. That's what I'm thinking about. Okay. Him, him and Tubby Smith. Yeah, yeah, Great yeah. Hey, coach. hey, hey, hey. We're about to get out of here. Yeah. Hey, every Monday at 7 p.m. Dallas Uptown, Uptown Dallas, at the Loom. At the Loom. JC. SD, JC. SD. Hey, come join us. Come break bread with us. Peace.